This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Patreon. Patreon. This weekend, Patreon culture. What up, my niggas? Man. Dog. I feel like we be talking about Bass Reeves and shit. I try to say nigga less just because of the, you know, the timing and shit. But now I'm like, you know, we in this Patreon bag. I'm about to get some niggas, like, really happening on this episode, bro. I'm just, I'm feeling like I was reserving that, dog. Um, What's up, my niggas? Back with another Patreon episode. Y'all know what it is. Your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. Oh, I thought you had it lined up. <laughs> Yo, Not that bitch loading. Yeah. <laughs> Not to Spinny Winnie. What's up, John? How you been, man? I haven't seen you in a while. I good, man. I've I been on the run, man. I just got on back the in town. Yeah, I just got back in town today, man. I went to that bar down southeast that Margaret told us about. Yeah, I remember. Boy, you would have thought it was a clan rally up in there, boy. I thought I thought that was my ass, man. What, what happened? Man, I, I I just went in there to get a cold drink. And I'm I'm thinking, you know, it's gonna be a little chilly stuff. How you doing, son? What's good, huh? nigga? <laughs> you heard him? Hey, yo, what you just called me? What's up, nigga? You don't get to call me that, boy. You don't get to call me that. What's wrong? You don't get to call me that. Look, look, look. You don't think I know what I'm doing? Huh? I'm doing this for us. Think about it. If we take back the word, it don't harm us no more. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard, nigga. (laughs) <laughs> you feel that? You feel that? Take it back. Yeah. You feel that? Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Take it back. It's yours, nigga. Yo, these Bass Reeve mustaches is crazy. <laughs> Insane. I'm just chilling, nigga. Dude, what? I'll come over there and beat your ass, nigga. I, I mean, I, you can't see that face he made, but yeah, that's a. Uh, this is what I be thinking about Bass Reeves time, cause I be waiting for somebody to walk up and be like, "What's up, my nigga?" Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yo, man. After really a couple explosive weeks in the culture, yeah, like some shit happened, but it's been a little quieter. <laughs> yeah, actually, I got a question for you. Dog. What's that, you bro? Know what I'm saying after. Explosive shit in the culture and yeah, shit. Yeah. But like after this episode, the next time man. our listeners hear your voice, man, you's gonna be a married man, my brother. Yo, man. How you you feeling? Oh, how you man. how you feeling right now, man? Yo, bro, I'm actually uh I've been excited the whole time, you know. You kinda trying to plan shit even when you're not doing something, you know, technically traditional. Yeah. Um, you're still planning something. And I feel like the planning can kind of Push the excitement aside because you're trying to figure something out. You know what's really really funny about that? What you just said? What's that? There are probably more marriages that are done how you about to do it than the other one. Yeah. So this is probably the really the, the, the real normal way. Yeah. yeah. Um. But dog, I I feel like now you know week of and and you know less than forty eight hours away from being formally married. Uh, 
I can focus on the excitement again, man. And I some real dope shit happened at work, man. So like I'm one of them niggas at work where everybody loves me and I hate all you motherfuckers. Um and I was on a call, I had an end of year presentation and me and uh, another manager on my team and uh, we put this presentation together and we do it. It was like 3.30, um, hour-long presentation. And me and her had just finished the slides maybe an hour or two hours before. And uh, we get to the final slide that I put together. And then she, like, kept going. And they had, like, put together, like, a whole bunch of, like, congratulations from, like, my entire fucking oh, team. That's dope. Um, And she added it in right when we finished putting together uh, the shit for the presentation. So that moment, bro, I, it was the first time uh, they actually caught me tear up on camera, dog. Because I it was such a good surprise. But it's also, it was, like, one of them, like, it really hits you moments. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Like, so for, for me, I'm... Uh, done working too so like the next time they all see me i'll be a married motherfucker um also man yeah man what be missing in work sometimes is the human aspect of it right 100 percent. when you were like oh man y'all y'all actually like appreciate me yeah like y'all a, fucking with me dog. as a human being yeah. type thing like um, some shit that i have really going on in life right and it ain't like a you know like you go on like a bereavement or something like that motherfuckers yeah. and throw a oh, yeah. like this is like a uh a happy moment that I don't need y'all to celebrate me for, for me to celebrate it. But the fact that y'all took the time to acknowledge it, uh, it just meant something dog. It, it was a really dope moment. And again, I'm, I've always worked at this agency. I've always been virtual well before COVID. I never had to work with any of these people live. Um, so it's also one of them, like I'm so set in like that virtual mindset that I don't, to your point about the human nature, it got even worse when we went in the virtual environments yeah. um, because now I have no FaceTime with any of y'all for real. Like, it's no FaceTime. It's only FaceTime. Yeah. The 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 job I was just at yeah. um, during the pandemic, it was virtual. Right? Yeah. So, like, meeting my new team and yeah. who didn't even all stay in Michigan, um, some in Florida, some yep. in Atlanta and things of that nature, even the ones that were in Michigan. Yeah. Like, I didn't know y'all, but it was interesting, like, developing relationships with people that you've never physically met yeah training and interviewing and like because like you know you have team meetings and yeah. you're on the holidays and stuff it's interesting building a rapport with people that you don't know yeah and i had never led that way before yeah but it is um it's, you, it's an art form to doing that it is an art to doing it um but I'll, I'll tell you like one of the dopest moments i've had i've been at that agency for a little over four years now when I went to Afrotech last year, I went for work. For me, outside of the people who come into the office here in Detroit, I don't necessarily work with them, but I've met them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I see them around. But the people actually on my team, because I, I work in a global role, so I got people all over the world that are on my team. But maybe we don't work in the same like little hub or whatever. When I went to Afrotech, I shook hands with motherfuckers who weren't in the Detroit office for my first time ever. Like, and dog, the relationships that we built in that one week. Yeah. Three of the motherfuckers don't even work there no more. And I probably talk to them every week, dog. Like it just, it was something about meeting that took them relationships to a new level, dog. Let me ask you this also. What's uh, that? What's that? Being in like the podcast space. Yeah. And us talking to via voice notes. Yep. People that we've never seen Man. may not even follow on social media. Man. Does that impact you at all while you virtually with folks? Bro, 
or um, speaking to people that you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm gonna tell you how dope it is, man. I got a I got a real time example, man. Uh, and I don't know if she got the Patreon yet. Uh, if she doesn't. I'm gonna still make sure she know uh, that her name got mentioned over here. But um, shout out to the homie Jordan. Yeah. So she hit me. Uh, she was like, "You such a real nigga." When Jay said like, "Yo, y'all should send that nigga some cash app for the wedding and shit." Like you ain't even get your cash app out because you ain't really one nigga sending you shit. But she was like, "I really feel like y'all fam now." So she was like, "I want to send you something," and she was like. No pressure, but just, you know, let me know. And I, I gave it to her, but it was just like, I don't know her, but I know my dog, man. And, like, when I think about, you know, the relationships, we talk about Rob Silva and Shay Jones and D. Scott and, and uh, my nigga Ernest and all these different people who we've met over these five years, we ain't met most of them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Met with the air quotes. But I feel like I know y'all so well, man. Like, even uh, we had... um, Like, our energies have met. Our energies have met. I like how you said that, dog. So, last episode, yeah. I was talking to you about this 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 rock star thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm a, we can do this shit on a... We, 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 we right do here. this shit on the pod right now. Yeah. Like, um, this is how the thing went. He said, what is this... He, had, he held up a rock star drink. Okay. But, we see what that word is. I yep. want you and. To say the word rock star. Don't say it out loud. Yeah. Say it in your mind. Okay. Say it at the same time. One, two, three. What was the verse you just heard? Because, like, when you said it, you heard yourself say it. Mm-hmm. Like, whose voice is that? Right? Yeah. And now, close your yeah. eyes and think about what this looks like. All right? You just heard without ears. And you just saw without sight. Got you. Like, what's the thing yeah. that can allow you to hear without, because sound is vibration. Nothing vibrated. Yeah. We hear our voice in our head all the time. Yeah. Or you may hear your mom say something or whatever. Yeah. And basically, like, yo, who is that? Because that's who you really are. Right. And you down here controlling this animated body or whatever. Yeah. But you, once you realize that you are essentially out of yourself mm-hmm. and you're controlling this body, then you play this thing, you play the game of life differently because you kind of control your destiny and everything. Cause like this just a vessel, this just yeah. a shell. You are outside of yourself. But then it's like, like, well, where are you actually at then? Yeah. Um, and that's the, and it's the whole little thing about the rock star and blah, blah, blah. Um, it's really, really deep, but I be so thinking about everything that all the time. we do is an out-of-body experience. <laughs> in real life. In real life, everything you're doing is an out-of-body experience. Because the voice you hear in your head when you say a word in your head silently is outside of your body because you still heard a voice. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, about, that's, that's deep. It's about that's he, deep. And he explains it a lot differently, well, a lot better. Yeah. Um, but it's just so deep, man. I'm like, yo, that rock star, that, that rock star shit is... Um, it's fucking interesting. And Rock Trial was just the the, the can of, of drink he had yeah, in his hand yeah. at the time. But it's with anything because you we are outside of ourselves or whatever. Yeah. So when I say, like, we've met some of these people, our energies have met, the vessel don't physically have to, to meet. Yeah. But the energy, which lasts yeah. forever, and it's like, has met all of y'all. Like, I've heard... D. Scott's voice, I've heard Rob Silver's voice, I've heard Shay Jones's voice, et cetera, et cetera, right? So when 
if some shit happens that I'm like, I'm looking forward to hearing what Rob got to say about that, right? It's because in my mind, I heard exactly what I think I know he going to say based on the shit that he said to us. We ain't physically met. We ain't had that FaceTime. We ain't shook hands. But I feel like I know, to your point about energy, I know how my boy going to react to certain shit. I know how he going to think about certain shit. That's out of body, nigga, because I haven't met his physical body at any stage of my life. But... Meeting other minds, my nigga. And like um with you and Shorty yeah. about to come together. Man. Like, of course y'all know each other in the physical, but facts, just thinking facts. about how those energies know each other. Yeah. And how they're gonna get closer and how yeah. you guys are gonna know each other even more so and more so and those yeah. energies come together and because both of y'all gonna change right? facts because right, y'all just gonna come together and so yeah. now y'all be one energy so man hats off to you man appreciate Salute. you bro happy um, for you proud of what proud of you and um man it's it's amazing it's man. it's so dope too man because you know I, I tell this story as many times as i can tell it i'm gonna tell it friday um i told her on the third date we was getting married told her that i told her on the second date i loved her None of this shit was like nothing physical had happened that made me be like, yo, now I feel different. Like that happened and now shit changed. It's it's, this is all energy, my nigga. I wanted to talk to you about something, too. It was a a clip Uh from Ish. Okay. Joe Budden. Oh, yeah. When he was on that other pod. Oh, let me see if I saved that on Twitter, bro. Because we got to have that conversation. Yeah. Because in no, real no, life. No, no, no. That was a great combo. Because in real life, it, that's like, it, it they, don't matter. It don't fucking it matter. matter but it don't matter. I want to find it so I can say the part that I think matters. Because something in there matters. Yes. But on the surface, that don't really matter. But something matters. You got um, it. It is. Damn, did I not say that? Oh, maybe I saved it on the gram, dog. But um, while we look for that, man, I'm going to just say, uh, yeah, man. I am I feel like the luckiest nigga in the world. I'm happy as fuck, man. I'm, uh, I'm so happy for the end of the weekend. Like, the celebrations and just being showered with love and with all this dope shit that our friends and families have given us so far and that that's gonna come over the weekend that's all beautiful i appreciate the fuck out of it but i'm so happy to like start marriage you know what i'm saying like um i feel like it's rare in life really only two times in life that you get the opportunity to kind of determine what the rest of this is gonna look like um when you get married and when you have children I feel like those are your two times where it's like, okay, the decisions that I make, the things that I do from this moment are now impacting another life, right? Um, so I have to be smart. I have to be disciplined. I have to be a grown-up about a lot of shit, man. And I, I just have to think differently because now, like, I'm I'm seeing so many people, even in the mail, we getting cards that already have our names linked as one. You know what I'm saying? It's it's Mr. and Mrs. or it's Anthony and Shorty. Um, but it got our last name. My last name is somebody else's last name, bro. Yeah. Like that means something, dog. I don't have a lot of I only have a couple other cousins with my last name who are men, um, who can give their last name to somebody else. And it's it's just really dope starting to see all of that like 
come to fruition, man. Like it's it's a very real thing happening. Uh and I'm I'm just I'm excited to start that part of my life because I know what this part of my life looks like. I've been doing this part of my life for 39, bro. Right, right, right. I don't know what that part of my life looks like, man. And I'm very excited to not only see, but to make that shit look like something I could be proud of, man. Because this is the part I got control of. You got it? Yeah, I'm Let's get into it. Shorty, love you. We about to get into some uh, demon shit. (laughs) Let's go. Oh, I no. some bachelor shit right Yeah, there. yeah, no, no, no. This this finna be a whole different convo. Um, cause yeah, niggas was getting into their bag, and I, a. Hey. Your relationship with a woman whose sex was just okay. It was okay. It was just okay. It wasn't paying. I've had way better. I don't, I'm not with you. I'm not in love with you based on your. P- I got You're marrying. I, I'm not married. I've never been married, but I've dated someone for a very long time with somebody that Coochie was just like, oh, it was that's good. okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, you know. Most pussy is cool. Most pussy ain't good, contrary to women's popular belief. Most pussy is a seven. Seven, is high. seven yo, is high. Yo, yo. Ending that with most pussy is a seven is one of the greatest cutoff of a clip of all time. Um, yo, ish, man. Uh, you say a lot of wild shit that I may or may not agree with, but nigga, you was in your bag. He been um, doing the lowest work sometimes. It, that that was really it's fit, like for me. Whenever I do watch a Joe Button, he's the yeah. only nigga that's not scared of Joe Button. Oh no no no, he will challenge him. Yeah. I and in general, I like people who challenge thoughts, right? Yeah. Um, because I like to challenge my own thoughts. I like to challenge the way that I see shit. Um, and the way that I uh internalized shit right like what do i think what do i feel about this right um so he said quite a few bars in there uh one thing that kind of got it was it was a little lower on the tone of their convo he said that emotional attachments don't come from pussy nigga i just told y'all on my second date with my soon-to-be wife i told her i was in love with her on my third date i told her i would marry her both times she told me i was crazy you want to know why because y'all think emotional attachment has everything to do with anything but emotion not even just sex y'all think it got to do with sex money mayhem nigga (laughs) y'all niggas is fucking sex money murder romance for the streets y'all niggas is s&m that's what y'all think matters about everything other than emotions is what y'all think gives you an emotional attachment. And that's half your fucking problem. I have what I thought to be this. Like, I've probably been in love so much in love with a person I ain't never had sex with before. Man. You know man. what I'm saying? And now. Imagine that. Now I don't even speak to the motherfucker. Imagine You know that. what I'm saying? Yes. It was like, you couldn't tell me. That, that, that this it. wasn't the love Come of my on, life. Man. Come on, man. My I was with my uh, my brother last night, man. One of my best friends, person I'm probably closest to, um, who's not my my parents or my fucking fiance. And uh, he was like, man, one thing. He was like, I done told her this a million times, and I done told you this a million times, but I keep having to say it. He was like, nigga, I've seen you date every fucking woman you've ever dated from since you was 15. He was like. I've never seen you exercise patience. 
I've never seen you try to work to figure something out. You've always stepped in the shit that instantly naturally worked. Yeah. And when it didn't work, you weren't patient enough to to get it back on track. Man, because it's, it's some things where you feel like, all right, I'm not some, I know I talk a lot of shit on Shop Talk and different podcasts yeah. about a lot of shit. Um, and I used to say, like, I'm, there's nothing I can't do. Yeah. I'm slightly above average in a lot of things, right? I may not be the best at some things. Yeah. And, but like, sometimes you just naturally gifted at a thing. Facts. Facts. But when you walk into something and you not naturally gifted, Man. sometimes that's a hard adjustment period because I'm used to being able to do everything. Yeah. And this yeah. is a hard adjustment period. And sometimes some people are like, fuck that. I don't want to do this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and to, to for somebody to recognize that, yo, know, this is like everything else. But this, this shit is always a walk in the park for me. Yeah. I just click naturally. So how do you know that this is the thing? For you eternally If this just feels like Every other fucking thing Man um, We just talked about Challenging thoughts Right Challenging yeah. people's minds Yo sometimes Life Will challenge you If you want to push through that challenge It's something that means something to you You know what I'm saying Like Hey every Contrary to popular belief Because motherfuckers would tell you Yo man A relationship shouldn't be hard nah, nah, nah. Nigga in what world bro Every relationship you've ever had is difficult You don't always get along with your parents You don't always agree with your mom You don't always agree with your siblings If somebody If you don't have a disagreement with a person Yeah Somebody lying Somebody fucking lying And not even just a disagreement Yo You did that Differently than I might have did that, yeah. right? The disagreement ain't got to be yeah. fuck you, I hate yeah. you. Yeah, but like if you don't never have a difference in of opinion yeah. with somebody, like someone is bro. lying. And it's so one thing that I always loved about Shorty when we first, well before we actually went on that that classic first date that we went on, it was the first time that me and her talked. I was like, I could have talked to that girl for like ten hours, bro. Like, cause the way her mind worked. She saw so many similar situations that we were discussing differently than I did that we were able to have discourse. And it was, but it was good, positive discourse. Man. Like, bro. So, you know, I, I can talk to a motherfucker all day. All right? day about anything. And, bro. like, when you see people who have a different opinion than you, but, like, I like how you explain that. You could have been more of an asshole explaining that. Bro. But you wasn't. Bro. You like, took some care. And you know what? You use. More than four letter words. Yeah. I like your vocabulary. You feel me? And like that's the thing when when you have an effective, healthy discourse with a motherfucker, right? It ain't necessarily what you're saying all the time, but it is how you're saying it. And not just the tone, but like are you sometimes people don't know how to speak conversationally, right? Yeah. If you say things so matter of factly that a motherfucker can't respond. Because you've said it and you meant it and you stamped on it and that's just how the fuck you... You're not trying to talk to me. You're talking at me. And when you're having a back and forth, when you have... We was just talking about on Bass Reeves. Like, these niggas be having monologues, but it's really dialogue. Because they're in the room and in the scene having a conversation with a motherfucker. Man. But when I speak so... In such a way that it invites your response. I wasn't always... On, I was not good at that. Yeah. And I didn't... One, I did not realize... 
that I was doing that. Mm. So in the relationship I was in, yeah, um, I felt that I was always talking. Okay. Or I was this and that with that. And at, at first it's cute. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my man, he this, he that, that, that. And it got to the point and we had a conversation after we broke up. Yeah. And um, she was like, you just, you speak so matter of factly about certain things and you always know why you feel this way and blah, blah, blah. And like, I don't. Yeah. So I don't feel comfortable saying that because I feel like, you're not going to respect it or you know, yeah. I'm like, and I, in my brain, I'm like, damn, I had no idea. Yeah. I was given intentionally or it wasn't intentionally, unintentionally yeah. giving that off. So you, I'm not an expert on everything. Right. So right. I got to make sure that the, the, the way that I'm communicating, it don't come off like I'm the expert yeah. at this particular thing, because if somebody is insecure about that thing, and I need to have somebody feed off of me and everything yep. like that. So, okay, well, maybe I'm not as, this is prior to me reading um, the four agreements, trying to be impeccable with your words. Mm -hmm. That became a thing because, like, I'm not impeccable with my words. So you think you, and when I'm looking and finding some stuff out, I want to share it, yeah. right? I'm passionate yeah. about yeah. it. And, hey, and this and that, and... It was a situation where I was I was not making it a, a, a fun environment. Got you. Um, Got you. Which I thought was like, I think you lacking in something. And, and in, in the actuality, whether we both, no one's right and no one's wrong. Yeah. But the two different styles end up clashing. Got you. Unintentionally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's I, I kind of like. Which crazy because now we can talk. Yeah. But you know why, though? Because y'all removed what y'all thought should have been that emotional attachment. Now y'all can just talk. Yeah. But when it's a lot of pressure that comes from trying to like a motherfucker or trying to be in a relationship. Um, you ever like you ever like seen a girl in a room and like tried to figure out like what you should say to her versus yeah. being in the room with a girl and just talking. So I, here's an example. I went on a date. Not to, I mean, I don't know. It might have been a year ago. I don't know. Whatever it was. But, okay. Uh, first time, beautiful woman. Okay. First time Lincoln. Uh, I put, I don't know, maybe whatever you put the in Ferndale, whatever the little meter joint give you for time. Got you. Went over. We might have stayed at the bar for drinks. <laughs> uh, maybe five hours talking. Damn. Because it was, it was easy to talk. You know what I'm saying? But, Man. like, when you first meet somebody... It is easy to talk. Yeah. Second time we went on a date, we really had shit to say. Oh, shit. Y'all ran out? And it was interesting. And I was like, hmm, this is different. And uh, and after that one, I kind of was like, I didn't necessarily, it wasn't a bad date, but like, yeah. I think I made up on my, I think we both made up on our mind that, yo, this is kind of a lot this quiet. It's yeah. more quieter than it was the other time. Yeah. We gave our hugs and like, all right, da, da, da. and then we just both never contacted each other in the same way. Yeah. And, um, um, it's kind of funny you mentioned that. So like when I went on my second date with Shorty, I've told it on the pod a million different times. The first date was epic, right? It was, it was 13 hours of me just winging it because we was just supposed to do brunch. Yeah. Um, and I was just finding shit to do on a Sunday in Detroit. And by the end of that night, 
It was one in the morning. Uh, we got together at noon, and that was probably the last time she was on time to something. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we uh, we planned that second date. Yeah, might have been a week later. Um, maybe just a few days. Might not even been a full week. And I remember thinking on the second date, if it goes nearly as well as that first one, wrap me up, bro. Because to your point, yo, that first date, y'all could click. And that click be loud than a motherfucker, boy. But that follow-up, anything could happen, right? I definitely went in this situation. There's just some people that I, I don't think about it at all. Mm-hmm. We talk, we click about anything, everything. Yeah. And there's some people like... Damn, I damn near got bullet points in my mind. Like, Bro, you got to know what you're going to say because you know it's going to be silent at certain points. It's going to be this. I got to carry it. Um, That's one dope thing about me and you, about you and Dame. Like, right? Because we talking relationships, it ain't got to be no intimate shit. It's just about some motherfuckers. I don't have to carry a convo with Jay. Jay don't have to carry a convo with me or Dame or whoever. But, like, you done sat on plenty of pods where – Yo, nigga, if I'm not adding my Jay Johnson shit to this question that they asked, that segment over in one minute. Man, it'd be interesting, dog, because I I try, I don't know, sometimes I try to do it, sometimes I try not. When yeah. like, I'm a guest on somebody pod, yeah. and I feel I'm a stronger personality, yeah. I take over the pod. Yeah. Like, I'll start asking the questions and shit. Because yeah. like, I don't like how this shit really moving. I yep. won't, and the people listening, I want them to come follow me. <laughs> So like, <laughs> I'm gonna take over this pod. You know what's funny? Um, shout out to uh, the young homie Ant. You remember we had the Ant pod that one time, yeah. man. And like, I knew he listened to this weekend culture and shit. And uh, you know, he welcomed us with you know beautiful gifts. We had bottles of mo and shit. We was in there having a good convo. But I didn't know because I hadn't at that point the only other pod I had ever guested on. That was early in our shit. Was y'all's? Yeah. So I didn't know when we sat down with Ant what the convo was gonna be like, what it was gonna flow like. I know what, cause it's very easy when you go on another pod if you already do this to inject your shit into their pod. And yeah. I'm like, me and Jay, even early on, like we had enough of a structure that we very easily could have took over that episode and started asking them the questions and start and flipping it. And fortunately. And had you know more than enough in his bag. I, I like their pod because they yeah. came. With, they came with a structure. Yeah, they had games every yeah. week that they literally thought about. It like, was dope. Dog. It was different. Like I was, I was very happy with how that turned out because I literally went in thinking what you just said. Me and Jay gonna have to take over this pod, dog. I mean, I can talk. You turn that motherfucker. You're not mic asking on. me to do nothing that I can't do. And I know. Yeah. What's entertaining yep. and, you know, and interesting about. And you know something else that's interesting about being a guest on a pod, too? Um, depending on the pod and what they normally, like, what their style is, also know what they expect from me. So if you bring me on and you're not really doing a great job drawing out of me what I know you wanted me to come on this pod for, I'm going to give it to y'all. I'm turning uh, up. Yeah, don't don't I, even worry about it, bro. I'll be honest. So me and Dame was like, you know, uh, we got some shit coming up. It was like, yo, we about, I want to uh, go on a podcast tour. Mm. Invite me on your pod. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We've yeah. had turn y'all shit up. We turn we 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 bring anybody. You reach out to us and it makes sense. Yeah, uh, you can come on, but like y'all yo, fuck with them. Yeah, I, I want to let's do a podcast tour. Shit, I want to be on already pod. started, nigga. Uh, great episode on um on Dog Pod. 
Oh, uh, Shad versus everybody. Yeah, yeah, Shad. Shad, I what up? That, I yeah, that, that was pod. a great was a really fucking podcast, pod. man. Um, that that was, was really great, actually, man. Shad was cool at the event. I had never met him, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, when I seen y'all go on there, I'm like, yo, let me check out my dogs. That shit was good as fuck, bro. Yeah. Man, I tell you what, dog, and I respect him, too. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat, he was like a celebration of life. And mm. he talked about the episode... Um, that I recorded after my mom passed. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea he was about to ask that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or mention that. But like, I'm like, okay. Because that was 2017. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So December 1st, because he told me that de- December 1st, 2017, like when you recorded this, I'm like, okay, you went back. Yeah. You ain't just yeah. do, let me let me listen to the pod before. Yeah. Like, oh, you went back. And um, I, I appreciate that. And that's what he does. He does an interview show. Yeah. So he takes his interviews, you know, very seriously. Seriously, yeah. The questions was, was serious. And it, it gave us enough time for me and Dame to play off of each other, play yeah. off of him. And, and, so, and that's yeah. like, even uh, I remember the first time I went on Twins Pod. Like, again, month, like, either do your homework and be prepared to talk to me about the things that you've heard about me or things you know about me or whatever, or be prepared for me to take your shit over, dog. Because, like, the twins, when they had me on, hey, we connected. We talked 20 minutes on karate, nigga. Like, but they knew knew their guests. And and that's the thing. A lot of these folks. And if you you don't have a lot of information about your guests, sometimes – I don't want to do a bunch of research on my yeah. guests. Not because I don't think it's worth it, but I actually want to uncover it in actual yeah, conversation. In real time, man. Like, it'd be difficult for sometimes, especially with Dame, because Dame, our guests will come in, and he'll start talking before the episode. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nigga. Yeah. Save this for the pod. Wait. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to have a fake conversation. Yeah. I want to have that real conversation. Yeah. And your real pod. reaction yeah. to that shit. Yeah. Everybody can't do that, though. Facts. You know what I'm Some of you got to have prepared. Because everybody can't do that. So, walking us back into dating. Yeah. A lot of y'all motherfuckers over-prepared. Yes. A lot of y'all motherfuckers are so, I got a bullet point, bullet point structure. The date got to go like this. This combo got to go like this. I got to do this. The minute that it don't, the minute that some shit come up on the fly, you don't know how to react. When all you got to do is be you. All you got to do is respond naturally. All you got to do is have a great fucking convo and talk about the shit. But y'all niggas be so, this has to look like this, be like this. We got to be at this restaurant. We got to drink this. I got to order this. The minute that you got the, the women who don't eat, you got the women who order 40 platters of oysters. That's why relationships go south money to win. Right. Because it's, a, it's really important for me that you actually like me for me. Facts. Right. So I actually can't wait two or three months to show you the real me. Because it's, it's for my ego, for my identity, whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it, I do need to know that you here for me. Yeah. Like literally, like the person that I am. Yeah. Because six months down the line, you find out, though, this nigga's crazy. And right. not crazy as in like lunatic, but crazy yeah. as like, yo, this nigga over here singing DuckTales. Yeah. <laughs> like having a you- good old time being... You have to know that that's who I am. Yeah. And you got to know that early, dog. Like, one thing, I remember Shorty told me this, but then when it really, it, I loved it when she told me this, but I loved it when her grandma told me this. First time I met her grandma. Um, well, her grandma didn't tell me this. She told Shorty this. Who told me this? It's like, yo, one thing I really loved about you, and then my grandma told me, like, you don't be afraid to talk about, like, nothing. Because when me and her grandma was kicking it, 
I don't know how we land. Oh, her grandma asked me about my parents. Combos with my parents, typically, if they go more than a couple minutes, if you've never met me and the convo <laughs> go more than a couple minutes, I'm you telling gonna, you my story. You're going to learn my story real quick and you're going to hear it early. You think you an android? <laughs> From Westworld? <laughs> Because that's written it. That's Yo, your story. But what's funny, when you said that and I heard Android, I had a visceral response <laughs> in my body. I almost said, nigga, no. Never. I don't know what that was called on there. But, no, no, uh, no. But no, I know exactly. I, it took a second because I had to register. Because that. Dog didn't even know he was one. But no, and that's, I feel like I'm so. I was, I've was. i been thinking about this shit all. Last week I said something about um, uh, like your your mom and your dad yeah. like made you yep. who you are. Yep. And I've been thinking about that shit all week, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking like, do I have one moment that has defined who I am? And I've been trying to like pinpoint, pinpoint it. Yeah. I don't know if I have one. And that so it's like I feel like, all right, I'm I'm about to be forty years old. I feel like so far, like my life has had three really largely defining moments. It was my pops being locked up, my pops accident, meeting Shorty. These three things in my 40 years, once they happen, define like the next 10 to 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Or or five, me and Shorty only been five, but like they were they were so clearly like a fucking turning point um that they are very much a part of my story. Like I can't you can't ask me too much about me or my parents, or my wife, without me being able to fucking, I gotta, all right, now I gotta tell you to say, I gotta tell you about the epic first date, gotta tell you about me and my pops when he was locked up, but he was so fucking involved in my life from prison that any nigga who ever been to jail, I can't respect you if you ain't in your kid life, nigga, because there ain't no reason for that shit, because I seen a motherfucker who committed every known atrocity, now, try, um, you are a receptive kid, also that. You know what I'm saying? Also that. I'll tell you what, uh, which was, it threw me for a loop. Yeah. My brother went to prison. Yeah. Everything started off right, and then for some reason, like, my nephew just started resenting him. Mm. And How old was he? He was in high school at the time. Okay. He was about to, I mean, so me and okay. my cousin Neto, uh, well, at the time, he was in, like, the 10th grade, maybe. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, it probably wasn't. Anyway, but we got him. He graduated high school while my brother was away. Got you. You know what I'm saying? He was gone got for you. three and a half. So yeah. he was, like, ninth grade. Yeah. Um, And he started resenting him for whatever reason and stopped taking phone calls and was mm-hmm. angry. They don't have the best relationship right now. I got you. On some other shit. Yeah. They very much alike, too, by the way. Man, but, crazy um, how that worked. It's interesting because yeah. he trying to be that though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he like, nigga, you in there. You can't yeah. tell me what the which is wild because he's so not like that. Yeah. But yeah. um it was a resentment thing because I didn't like the choices that you was making. Yeah. And um And so I, I take that another one of the conversations that me and Shorty had on that first date, which is why she always was like, nigga, you don't hold back when it comes to just telling your story. Yeah. And it don't matter what side of your story you telling. Um, and I this on Patreon, so hopefully she don't mind. But it, it's life. Her father's in prison currently, mm-hmm. um, and her relationship with him is primarily because he went, he did his dirt when she was young, but he went back when she was old enough to resent him mm-hmm. for it. 
Um, so that's why I asked you how old your nephew was when your brother went in because for me, I was four. Yeah. I don't resent anything you knowingly have, at yeah. four. So if my dad is making the effort at four to call every day at five PM and talk to me for ten minutes. Man, you have no idea what you have to do to, to make to make that comment that call on the yard or wherever at five hey, o'clock every day. Every day, bro. And um like and like Whatever was going on in the prison that day, yeah. whatever GTA mission it was, yeah. fam, did, I got to wrap Every this shit day. up by five o'clock. And he made sure to call at five because no matter what after school event I had, whether it was karate, whether it was um debate team, whether it was fucking math club, any of that shit, I was home by five. And he knew that whole period, I'm going to call at five, AB going to pick up the phone. And when he called, I talked. And when he called, I answered. If I didn't want to talk to him, if I knew I got a B on something and he was finna go off on me because he know I studied and should have got an A, I still had to talk because I was also at an age where I ain't make no choices in my life. But when, had had any of that happened, and that's why I talk about these three key moments, because had any of that shit happened when I was old enough to start thinking for myself, start making decisions for myself, I don't know that I would have responded to my pops any differently than your nephew responds to your brother or that shorty responds to her pops. Because when that shit happens, when you start thinking about right and wrong, when you start thinking about decision making and you like, yo, you preaching so much to me about what I shouldn't should be doing. Why you ain't do it? Let me ask. So when shorty heard all of your, um, Stories about yeah, yeah. how your father and the whole nine yards. Yeah. Did that make her reach out to her pops at all, or try to um, mend they've, that? They've had some some moments uh, where you know she's made the effort, uh, but I, I think that you know still having just that little bit of our relationship is just different because you did something when I was old enough to know that you knew better you for did, one, yeah. but two, I was old enough that you should have been guiding me through this very pivotal period of my life, but you was out there doing something other than that. Um, so I've seen her make some efforts. I've seen her pops make some efforts. That's um, but you know it, whether that relationship, I, I will tell you this and I've told her this a million times. Um, I would love to see them, just continue to try, right? Um, Because that's really all you can ask, especially now. Me and her, she in her mid-30s, you know what I'm saying? Her pops, still a relatively young cat. Um, I just want to see them try a little bit more. I've, I've always hoped. You love This Is Us, nigga. Man, man. <laughs> you got to watch it at man, some point. Dog. I'm going to get into it, dog. I'm telling like, yo, when we when Ant watches This Is Us, me and Jay is doing might, a two-month pod. No, in real life, I I 100%. Yeah, would that would bring out the best podcasting between us two? Man, man, that's and that's saying a lot. No, 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 and I, I know, I know the angle that you, you saying that from. Like this would probably yeah. bring out the best yeah. conversations. But that's like think about that though. Like that's our bag, not yeah. just this is us, but in general, shit that on the surface has to do with one thing, but that uncovers thirty other things. Nigga, this this segment of the pod started with Ish's clip. Yeah, which we still gonna get back to because it's still mad other shit that he said. But look at how much me and you can pull from that combo. Like, so me being on a date with a woman and us sitting here quiet, man, that's your fault, sweetheart. Man, dog, <laughs> but what's wild though? Like, think about that. Like, even me and you, right? We always on any iteration of our pod saying, "Yo, nigga, we don't need another fucking relationship podcast," right? We don't. 
But we would if y'all would do a good one. <laughs> and when I say a good one, I mean one that's some fucking how different than the other three million that are out there, dog. The combo that me and you are having right now started about women's sex not being the determining factor for if a man wants to be with her. Because her thing is like, yo, me being with a, a man being with me and thinking man. my pussy is average is that's wild. I'm like, why is it wild? Bro. No, you, she's like, my pussy just being just all right. Well, what if it's just all right? I'll fam, tell you this. Some of the greatest sex I've ever had in my life wasn't with somebody I wanted to be with. No. Nah. Because if that was the case, then I would just be with them. Fam. That's not the determining factor. Some of the best head I've ever gotten did not come from somebody I wanted to be with. Fam. And I feel like. And would happily give that away. Like, I'm not doing this yeah. no more. I want to be with. This person. But you would think after all the millions and millions and millions of stories that women have told to social media and to their friends and over the phone and on three ways about niggas with good sex who are terrible to them, you would think that maybe they would start valuing that part a little less. And what's so interesting is because you think that because that man let you suck his dick, he would actually leave his wife for it. Mm. No, bitch. I thought you got you give good head, man. But that's all you're good for in my eyes. Old girl on Bass Reeves thought that man was gonna build a community and let her lead it. <laughs> Baby girl, I'm married. That's crazy. You thought you was gonna be the first lady in my new city? And what's what was really interesting was the women explaining what a man values, man, to to two huh. men who have the pick of the litter for the most part. I remember me and the homies was sitting around one day. Um, this was right after uh, one of my dog's wife passed. So we sitting around with some of her girls. Just, you know, we still in that where everybody over there every day. Yeah. Um, so we one night, niggas just drinking, trying to have conversations other than us being sad. And uh one of the girls wasn't even in the convo. This was actually niggas talking about shit, kind of how me and you are right now. And one of the girls kind of jumped in. Uh, Cause she heard us talking about sex and shit. So then she jumped in and started describing to niggas what niggas enjoy when they get in head, specifically telling us what makes head good to a nigga. Like this was like one, we all, we were literally texting live as she was talking. Like when did this bitch get her dick sucked? Dog? What's, so, <laughs> what's so funny is the, the best case scenario is you can explain what makes that individual nigga feel good man but he's the one telling you it feels good yeah so he's probably lying to and you and based on your facebook status he's a liar <laughs> like, i saw that i saw you tell me he's a liar like listen this is how i'm glad it's on a patreon yeah shit. i kind of want to throw this on the man <laughs> i kind of because it's kind of a good combo dog yeah. but like a nigga got a fake moan because because you get like I can just just get some head, but Man. like you ain't make like you think you're not doing a good job if I don't make no fucking noise. Yeah. So now I gotta make fucking noises, like, but like I can just chill. Like I enjoyed that much where I just want to watch TV. You feel me? Like I don't gotta make no noise. Sometimes it just happens, right? But like I. I'm not about to make noise for 24 minutes. Like, oh, be like you ain't making no noise, bitch. We was in church. <laughs> you shouldn't even been doing that there. Like, like, bitch, the movies on. Like, like <laughs> the whole theater. I know. Like, like what the fuck, bitch? We had the Beyonce movie. I this mean, ain't empty. I'm so, risque, but I don't want people to watch. Like, what's funny is, um, in that clip, they said something that made me think an age old question. I have literally been asking women this. 
since I was a teenager. When last time you got your dick sucked? Because <laughs> that Sam J clip was wild, yeah. by the way. Oh, my goodness. That was insane. Mental health. That was insane. But, like, how do you know your sex is good? How do you know? Like, I have asked women that so many times in my life. How do you know? And they always respond with what another nigga told them. But I'm asking you how you know your shit is good. So just how women say when they're around each other, how they be lying to men, yeah. and, yo, the sex really wasn't that yeah. good. Well, you the one told that nigga it was doing a good job. Come on, man. He wouldn't know if you didn't tell him that. He wouldn't think it so if you ain't you saying it. You the only one that can lie. Come on, man. These niggas lie about everything else, but you swear they that telling the truth said, when they say your pussy good? Nigga, most pussy is just all right. Fam. Because, like, I like... Well, everything is graded on the curve, Come right? On. So whatever, let's just say you have 96% wetness, right? Yeah. And 94% tightness. Yeah. Well, what if everybody got 94% wetness and tightness? Bitch, you average. Man. And the one that's, the difference is the 99 and the 100. Yeah. Like, if that's the going, if that's what most pussy Man. feel like, then your shit is average. Hey. That doesn't mean it's not good. Right? Because, like, I will be with this for the rest of my life. Bro, people take the SAT every year. And a good portion of the people taking the SAT get a score high enough to get them admitted into college. Only a handful can go to Harvard. The fact that every woman thinks their head and or vagina is the Harvard of head and vagina is insane. Because you wouldn't let everybody fuck. Because <laughs> you think that school that you went to is the Harvard of HBC. <laughs> it's not a... I mean, <laughs> that's like, what you say. Like, it's the Harvard of. Like nigga, but Harvard is Harvard. Like, nigga, Dion left Jackson State. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga went to Colorado. Nigga said, yo, dog, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go where it's not even five black people, nigga. Uh, and the uh, five that's there came with me. <laughs> and this work, I mean, niggas think they be fucking the shit out they women. Like, yeah. nigga, I got the oh, best sex in the world. But that's the thing, though. I think, honestly, dog, that conversation continues to add the value to the statement that women are completely fucking irrational. And men actually kind of think about the shit that we believe, dog. Like, yo, I really believe that the woman I'm going to marry, I'm going to have a deeper emotional connection to more than anything else, right? And I value that. Yo, yo, I would love to also have a great physical connection, but guess what? That's something you could work at. Without the physical connection, it's more difficult to gauge how good the sex was. Or, because for an example. Yeah. I've been in a relationship with a woman for years. Yep. Sex was great. Yeah. Everything was great. Broke up. Come back together later and we just fucking. Yeah. And that shit was horrible. Mm. Now, so the emotional connection added value to the physical? Yeah, like, whoa. It wasn't the same. Like, it, we still did it the whole nine yard, but like, yo, this wasn't the shit I remember. But guess what, though? Guess what has never happened in the history of life? The physical connection adding value to the emotional. You know who that don't happen with? Niggas. Because we don't give that much of a fuck. If it's physical, it's just physical, dog. When, when, when a lot of people say niggas will fuck anything. Man. Because it don't 
for the, for for some niggas, my yeah. resume is really impeccable. Yeah. Um, but because yeah. women be fucking shower heads, I like, would be get the fuck out of here. Niggas be fucking. I seen the bitch fucking a fire hydrant, the, the the top nut on a fire hydrant. Bro, I seen that shit on Twitter, dog, and almost logged out. I seen a bitch fucking a stick shift. Like that was the same bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm like, oh, Jay was on the time. <laughs> Like Jay went through our likes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I lost what I was about to say. That's funny. Damn. Oh uh, shit. Yeah, I did. I lost what I was about to say. <laughs> I thought you was about to say, yeah, I did see the bitch fuck just. <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah, um, but it's it's wild though because I just don't think that women understand how much that shit really does not matter to men dog oh oh, here we go so because the physiology is different from a man to a woman yeah women does they don't have an outward qualifier for good or bad sex so you think it's all good yeah right because you can sit there um like a man he might bust one and then it's over for the rest of the night you know what I'm saying? So you can be like, yo, that lasted 12 minutes. I need 24 minutes. Yeah. You're bad at this. Yeah. For a woman, even if she sit there dry, it's the man fault somehow. Oh, for sure. Or like, if they ain't moving around, like, yo, it was your fault because I was moving off your... Like, whatever the case, there's no outward... There's no no trackable yeah. thing that you can look at and specifically and say, man. oh, this isn't good because of this. So you think that your shit is great. So I'm a... I'm going to bring up something that just recently happened and I seen it on the Twitter timeline and then in uh, the Facebook universe. Um, so I guess Natalie Nunn, OnlyFans leaked. Okay. Right? Um, and her OnlyFans linked or leaked and what made me, because when I saw people talking about it on Twitter, I didn't give a fuck. But when I saw people talking about it on Facebook, what caught me was that I was seeing almost verbatim the exact same comment that I saw or comments that I saw on her Twitter. Her head is weak. No, no, no. Oh. It was talking about how dry her vagina was. Oh. It was like, yo, she got all these fucking videos playing with herself. That's the driest pussy I've ever seen on the internet. Yo, and you felt it? They like, they like, bitches on the internet is squirting in the car and you at the crib in bed butt naked filming and your pussy look dry as the fucking Sahara. Like they was going crazy. Damn, I had no idea this shit leaked. So. What tripped me out, though, because you bring that into the context of the convo we having, right? There's not one nigga who, if he was interested in Natalie Nunn, would be like, yo, I seen that OnlyFans share her pussy dry. And never fucking, like, try try. to, like, get to know her and see if they could, like, get to it themselves. And if it was maybe looking dry, hey, I like her and I'm getting to know her. Maybe I'll figure out a way to get away. Like, but women would take a moment like that and be like, yo, he the worst thing in the world. And it's like, you don't know nothing about me, dog. Like, you seen a video that might maybe wasn't my best video on the OnlyFans and you judged my whole shit. Like, like every woman swear they get the best head in the world. Man. And it's like, wow, if if all of y'all are the best, who are the A-plus students? Because, like, nigga, this shit average. But I suffer through some bad head, so it is what it is. Most men would. Um, Halfway because if we tell you uh, the head was bad, we'll never, never get it again. Never, you'll never get head again. That's nigga. so embarrassing. You tell me, never gonna get it again. Nah, she wouldn't eat a blow pop. She wouldn't 
No, she ain't sucking shit else. Nigga, her day won't even suck. Yeah. Yeah, no, it'd be, it'd be a wrap. It's either I'm going to suffer through it or we just never going to, like, all right, this don't, this not working out. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, I definitely deserve better than this. <laughs> I, I really deserve better. Like, after a long day, like, I, this is not what I wanted to come home to. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Like, <laughs> you know how much work I put, like, <laughs> I put it to, to get to this point? It's like Who this for? <laughs> this ain't this head ain't for me, dog. Who this for? Um, um but no, it's it's really wild. Hold on. It was something else in that clip with uh with Ish too that I want to play because it's, it's just, said I was with a girl for nine years. Bro, it's so layered, dog. Hold on, bro. Let's get back to it. Woman whose sex was just okay. It was okay. It was just okay. It wasn't paying. I've had way better. I don't, I'm not with you. I'm not in love with you based on your. Right there. I'm not with you. I'm not in love with you based on your pussy. That shouldn't shock nobody. Like, they looked when he said that, and then in that clip, they did the fucking atom bomb went off. Yeah. That shouldn't be that much of a bar. But the fact that y'all really think niggas be in whole relationships dealing with your insane ass because your pussy good? No, numb nuts. I like you, motherfucker. Also, I can't speak for everybody, but, like, if you used to getting it, then you don't, like, pedestal it like that yeah you know what i'm saying like yo this shit don't work out like i'm fairly sure I, i'll meet another woman that wants to have sex with me yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. we ain't we ain't, ain't got to keep doing this type of thing like i'm yeah I, I really should be doing something different like i i in, in the heart of hearts like i know people who i be talking to yeah. I, like we should really be talking yeah like <laughs> you said it perfectly dog if you used to it I wouldn't pedestal it. I wouldn't put it up there so fucking high that now I overvalue it. Or like, I'm not about to, I'm not bringing it up first. Yeah. Well, me, I'm talking, I'm, I'm not bringing sex up first. No, nah, like, you shouldn't. That's, we gonna, we that's gonna, a little nigga move. We right gonna be there. in a staring contest. Like, yeah. Just, say what you got to say. You want to say, say what it, you got to say. Just just say it one time, God damn it, so I could, <laughs> But like, then I'm going to run with it. But <laughs> I just, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, do, I'm not doing it first. Yeah. It is what it is, right? Because, I don't fucking know. It, once you bring it up, all right, now nah, nah, it's fair game. But, like, um, you know what I hate, too? You ever, like, kicked it with a girl, shit was going good. And I will set like, a trap for you, though. Sex gets brought up, and then now y'all don't have shit else to talk about. Yeah. But sec, now it's only about sex, nigga. And I, I feel like every nigga has made that mistake, too, where, like, once we hear it, we get stuck on it. All right, nigga. And also, don't talk me to death. Oh, man. Man. Um, I'm not. No. Don't tell me how good the pussy is. Don't don't talk. No nigga. Don't tell any nigga how good you think your sex is, bro. Because another nigga told you that. I'm assuming another nigga told you that. Because in all situations, every nigga on the planet can respond with, I'm not him. Also a fact. I'm him. So this is what happens. Definitely for men. Yeah. You and this other person were very, very sexually compatible. Yeah. The way that you like to have sex fit the way they like to have sex. Yep. You do a thing a certain way because her pussy aligned a Man. certain way. When you do this a certain, like, it Man. is the thing for them. You have sex with somebody else, that's a whole nother pussy. 
That's a whole Bro. nother that that move that you do that used to be the one. Mm-hmm. That shit normal. Yep. And it's like yep. not what you do. Yeah. And you know what everybody does when they go on to the next person. They do the shit that worked on the last person. Maybe it works again, but it probably doesn't because it's a new body. It's a new mouth. It's a new vagina. Like, it's all new everything. And more importantly, it's a new connection, dog. It might not be as strong, bro. It's not. It really might not be as strong, dog. Maybe you should have waited. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because it would have been a different connection. Oh man. Two weeks later. Maybe you maybe you build later. up your like a little bit. Yeah. Yo, it's so much anticipation man. and everything is, you know. I remember when I first met Shorty Dog, like the first kiss like was electric. You know what I'm saying? Like it feel different. I ain't kiss her on the the first time and was like, yo. Next time. Next time. I'm a, like, no, dog. It was like, dog, that shit felt so great. It was like, yo, I really want to just keep building. Because clearly the kiss felt that way because of how all the other shit felt, yeah. bro. Like It matters, you, dog. It The other shit matters, dog. I really wish y'all would learn to just fucking build an emotional connection with a motherfucker just one time, bro. Um, But more importantly, stop overvaluing sex, man. Um, What's really ironic is women think niggas just think with they fucking dicks all day. Y'all care more about sex than dudes do when it comes to relationships. Not saying sex is unimportant or that men don't care about it. Because we like, we like it. We yeah. need it. But it's just not the determinant. Like, I guess if you're not giving it to me, it could be the determinant factor. Like, if you refuse to give it to me. Got you. Yeah, I, or I you, see like, that. I guess it could be the determinant factor. Yeah. Once that's been established and then, like, you just stop. And then it just go away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's because that could potentially open up another door. Yeah. Like, yo, is something going on? Like, what am I missing, right? But that's not the determinant factor of if we're going to be together. I Now, granted, like, if it's just terrible yeah and i can't see myself living the rest of my life with this Doing terrible yeah. experience i mean we gonna try to fix it though yeah and that's the thing i feel like men are and that was kind of the, the point of what ish was saying like men are like way more open to like yo if it's even if it's like absolutely horrible we can figure out a way to make this shit a seven yeah because we can get like, it to an average score because like I enjoy doing this so much. Yeah. Tell me what tell me what you like. Fam, you can 100% we can get your score up to the 75th percentile. But the whole thing would be like I don't know, man. I think TV and internet and everything and ruined everything. Where it's oh, like man. if if a hiccup happened, yo, this shit is over with. Never speak Bro, to me again. I these motherfuckers is in the car squirting with the camera on the dashboard. Oh man. Like what? Would y'all stop peeing on y'all dashboard? Like, bro. <laughs> I literally, I posted one day, like, yo, Twitter got me thinking y'all car stink. Like, real talk. Like, I don't, I don't, I hope you motherfuckers ain't Ubering. Cause I'm not getting, if you pick me up and I seen you on Twitter, I'm canceling the Uber right there on the spot, bro. Cause fuck out of here. Y'all cars is funky. Cause you in there pissing on the dashboard, dog. Like, why is you doing that in the parking lot on the side of the road? Like, what is wrong with y'all, dog? Yo, let's really, we, look. Y'all some sexual deviants. Y'all niggas are deviants, bro. I know in this this new age of everything, everything they perverse, say everything is sex shaming. Everything is perverse. Well, every, mm-hmm. the things that are perverse, y'all want to make them look normal and you yeah. sex shaming is healthy. This yeah. it's not healthy. It's perverse. You you are a sexual deviant. 
Like there, there are things that you should not do. <laughs> y'all motherfuckers swear, oh y'all shaming sex workers. You know who the real sex workers is? They out there on the street. Yeah, you ain't on the street. You on the motherfucking internet. You in your house. You, you are, safe. You avoiding real work by showing your pussy and your your titties on the internet. And you go into real work after you show your pussies and titties on the internet. Them motherfuckers out on Six Mile and Woodward. Crazy is out there sex working for drugs. Also that You feel me Like it's a different life Y'all niggas is trying to uh, Fucking make a couple dollars To pay a bill No Y'all trying to get a purse Or that Or that You trying or to that. get some Red bottoms You trying to make it look Like you living a lifestyle That your regular job Ain't providing you When shit I don't know Go out there and fucking Do some other shit Learn some other shit Put some money. It ain't gotta. I don't just like how we immediately just go to sexual perversion on everything now, dog. Like, and then y'all tell a motherfucker you sex shaming. Like, I just seen uh, somebody on Twitter posted like bring shame back though for sure. So, uh, ironically, this was the last sentence of this post that I'm about to talk about. Somebody had posted something about Adam Twenty Two, like basically like, yo, I just found out how him and his wife are living. Like, I was actually a fan of his like non sex pod. I didn't realize. So, wife's a porn star Yeah and, and they be doing All kind of shit And wife got a whole show With niggas Bidding to fuck her Like Cause like he let Somebody else fuck her Recently Cause yeah. her porn Was like him and her Yeah Apparently And, and then he let Somebody else fuck her And now he yeah. like Auctioning off And like he got Like his porn pod And like they would have like some of the girls on there would come on. They would come on, and then they would have a threesome with the girl. Yeah, like and, it was all yeah. fun and games when you was fucking other yeah. girls. Now one of the black dudes then came and smashed the girl. Yeah, and then clowned you after like. But then, so I seen a tweet. And he came inside her. Facts, which is insane. That's, that's insane. Come on, man. It, it's different. <laughs> come levels. on, man. Yo, like y'all niggas cuck different. Duh. Um, y'all different cucks, but uh. Yo, we put this on the main page. There's so many titles in this part, nigga. <laughs> uh, but so somebody tweeted, the they was like, "Yo, got a hold." Remember that uh, Lionel Richie that you really got a yeah. hold on you? Yep. The cut got a hold on you, man, man. Um, Sheesh. so somebody tweeted, they was like, "Yo, I didn't realize." Like they was like, "I've been a fan of Adam 22's interviews on his regular pod, which is crazy." Didn't really know that he was doing like all this other shit with his other pod and like his porn life. Um, and they was like. Yo, I think that's kind of perverse and like gross. And they was like, bring shame back. And then like the tweet went viral because a bunch of like the sex worker people posted it. Like, yo, y'all need to quit trying to shame people lifestyles and that and that and And I'm just like, dog, why y'all be trying to make people feel bad for having morals? Why y'all be trying mad because motherfucker? Like, if you don't live in LA and aren't a part of like the actual film porn film industry. I know these days with OnlyFans and all that shit, you can make money outside of the film industry. But if you aren't in LA, like going to like porn spots and like filming with Brazzers and all them other, you just fucking on camera. I don't think you're a porn star. You're just a motherfucker fucking on camera, bro. You got an iPhone and a light, and that's it. And hey, get your cheese, but you ain't went out to LA and start fucking motherfuckers yet. Why? Because it's really still rules to the shit that you're doing. Because you really ain't committed to that sex work. Like, like are you getting that you're that, trying to claim? Are you getting that STD check every thirty days? Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Which should be damn near. It should be every week. Come on, man. Them motherfuckers be cleaner than some of y'all, nigga. Because it's a part. It's a real job. It ain't that. That shit y'all doing. That ain't your real job. And when bro. somebody. Catches something, 
the production in the city stops. Come on, man. No, come on, no man. one's doing anything to everybody get a, a free. Everybody I mean, got to come back negative now. Yeah, and we we got to wait weeks to make sure there ain't no uh, dormant shit sitting there or some shit that just ain't fucking turned up yet. Y'all ain't living like that. Y'all niggas is fucking at the crib on camera with nasty ass fucking phones. And then you putting that shit on the internet and you calling it sex work. And then you tell them motherfuckers that they shouldn't shame you for doing it. When in fact, no, I can shame you. you you're you fucking people and then posting it. When should we actually ever shame people then? Because you can't. In 2023, they don't allow you to shame people. You can't have rules now. You could be a game bagger who kill niggas. Like, man, come on, man. You shaming him because how he live up. The grew up the Y'all the don't know what that nigga went through. Yo, everybody got a story. You can't judge how a nigga make his money to take care of his family. Yes, the fuck I can, Yeah, I judge. can, bro. I can. You should, too. Like, he ruining neighborhoods out here, bro. I should have a problem with that as a human who you live in the neighborhood, bro. That. Like, I don't get that, bro. Humanity that got so fucking left. Like, dog, you remember when shit used to be taboo? Not just yeah. sex, anything. Sex. Y'all niggas use drugs so openly on the internet, bro, and talk about drug use and all that shit. Y'all have no shame. Yo, I'm a crackhead. Bruh, motherfuckers. Being a crackhead used to be a joke. Like, I was roasting you if I called you a crackhead. Big fact. Now y'all niggas think, because it ain't crack per se, it's perks and it's opioids and it's this and it's that. Y'all think y'all not crackheads, bro. Some of you niggas is real life weed heads. But when I tell a motherfucker they're a weed head because they can't live one hour without smoking. You stink. Bro, I asked on Facebook, why y'all don't smell like fucking perfume no more? Why every time I smell you niggas, you loud, bro? Y'all niggas smell like weed all the fucking time, bro. This nigga Belichick is out of here. I thought that that might season. happen. I wonder if they doing that in like all capacities. Because you know he like president, GM. Patriots have decided to part ways with Bill Belichick following this season. Man, damn. They having a rough year by comparison. And it's because I thought what might happen. What is that? Jennifer. How fucking dare you? Oh, my gosh. Jen, why are you just watching The Wire, bro? And I hate when people do that. Let's see what the hype is about. The Wire don't need y'all to like it for it to still be great. Like, no, you don't. I am shocked. And appalled. And appalled. Come on, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to say I am shocked. I am Paul. Man. <laughs> um, Yeah, dog, The Wire don't. Cause like y'all be putting, yo, let me see what the hype is about. Like, no, nigga. Like oh, I hopefully don't show me I'm an idiot. <laughs> I am shocked, I am paused. She gonna be like, what? <laughs> um, yo, man. If you ain't seen the wire by now, I don't even want you to see the wire. Oh, so niggas who see the wire late be like, man, that shit wasn't relax, my nigga. Yeah, bro. Oh, you, it was too slow. I ain't give us season one. You bro, did outside. season one get past you, nigga? You wasn't outside. Because you wasn't outside, bro. And matter of fact, nigga, uh, go to Baltimore right now. Tell him you ain't seen the wire, nigga. David Simon smacked shit out you, bro. He right there. He on the ground, nigga. Fuck is wrong with y'all, man? All right, dog. Patreon, I had fun with y'all this pod, man. Um... Really great fucking convos, man. To the to the Patreon family, uh, whatever tier you in, man, just salute to y'all, dog. Y'all really came through for us this year, man. Y'all fucking with us heavy. We fucking with y'all back, man. Um, we gonna keep trying to figure out new and fun conversations to have with y'all over here, man. Um, some of these clips, you know, 
don't don't judge me and Jay for this, man. We just trying to make sure that y'all in healthy relationships and that y'all start valuing shit that actually matters, man. Factual. Um, Cause you know now y'all talking to a married man, you know. So I'm speaking to you as an expert, nigga. I told y'all when I first got engaged. Nice, <laughs> you the expert. Hey, you the expert. I, I told y'all when I got engaged, I already started talking to motherfuckers like, yo, as a married man. Hey, all I'm saying is this: I fuck around and get married. You niggas gonna be tired of me, man, <laughs> man, man. You niggas will be tired of me. Because what are you going to be able to tell me after Friday, bro? Nothing. Don't ever I'm, let me have a kid. Oh, my God. Because my, as a parent, man, game? I'm going to be like, I knew this shit wasn't as hard as y'all said it was. It's like, no. <laughs> I knew I was a better person, father, and husband man. than y'all niggas. Like, I'm telling you, it's, nah, it's going to be over. I'm going to start telling women about how much that shit wasn't as painful as they thought. You a mom. Like, bro. <laughs> Classic. Yo, you a mom is I don't care what happens with him and Kiki, he won. Tell me which rapper do you not want to see a wrap up from this year? Jeez. I really don't want to see Uncle Murder do this shit. Yeah, them shits be corn. Cool. Like, I've been done with skills shit. Like, it was fun like once in like fucking two thousand five, nigga. Um but Uncle Murder shit, I just I don't Uncle Murder voice get yeah. Yeah. Over like 30 seconds, you'd be like, Who would you want to hear a, a wrap up from? Nobody. I don't really like the concept, dog. Who has the voice or the. Who I think could maybe swag that shit out? Uh, this you know who might do a, a cool wrap up and like, I might not look at it and be like, it's corny, but he, he has the capability to do corny shit. So it would be a very delicate balance. Snoop. I, I could see Snoop it. do that. I don't want to hear it. He going to rhyme everything with his name, and he going to spell it out in letters. When he don't got nothing else to rap about, yeah. S-N-O-O-P. But that's what I'm saying. On the wrap-up, I yeah. feel like he guided enough that he can, like... And you remember, like, back before Snoop, like, started doing the, like, worldwide, globally known Snoop? Snoop was cool as shit. I think uh, um, nigga from Baltimore. Uh, David Sun. <laughs> uh, he used to write for Diddy and shit. Oh, uh, um, freestyle nigga, yeah, best yeah. freestyler ever and shit. Uh, damn, that's fucking crazy. God damn it! All right, check this out. I ain't want to have to do that. Uh, I was trying to avoid that. I'm just typing "LA Leakers freestyle." Fuck, be battling now. This is uh, King Los. King Los. I still follow him on Instagram. I'm like, like King Los has the ability to, the off the top of his dome, do some shit like that. But like the yeah, world's King not Lose listening. Would kill that. The world's not listening to King Los. Nah. Um, it's wild too. I low key like, would rather have battle rappers do it because that be, fits what they do. Yeah. But then again, I remember uh, Charlie Clips and uh, and uh, what's what's like? No, no, they like um. Uh, Eric, um, fucking yeah. DNA, DNA. When they was doing the COVID raps and shit, and the vote raps and yeah. shit, and I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't want y'all to rap about pop culture or like anything current event. But like DNA would murder that shit. I feel like he would if he not rapping across some clips. Yeah, because then like they get into their little uh, kissing styles, and it don't work when y'all talking about going out to vote. 
Um, yeah, man. Battle rappers would definitely be better at that. It would be more entertaining. They don't know how to deliver it. Yo, the battle rappers can be anything? Shit. Man. Did you see that? Did who sent yeah. me that? I ain't sent it, but I know what you're talking about. I'm about, <laughs> I'm, honest, I'm, I'm like, yo, that's fucking hilarious. Yo, man. Twerk, twerk. Pop up. I'm a plumber. <laughs> what? Twerk killed Mook. Mook. I didn't even see it. I didn't watch that shit. I watched two rounds, and that was enough because, all right, I don't care what. Twerk versus Mook? Yeah. I hate that nigga name. Twerk. Like, <laughs> I hate his name because I really like Twerk, so I don't like saying that. That nigga name is Twerk. But uh, that's wild. And like in 2020, well, whenever he, he came out, when that word meant twerk, yeah, yeah that's what I'm like. Cause like, and like spelled it with the O, like niggas was going back in oh, the day to when we used like, to say, oh, that's what he like the work. I'm like, no, nigga, it, it was twerk in 2017, bro. Um, but no, he uh he continued that in my mind. That streak of Mook never went in a big battle because all the shit Mook is known for, I think he lost. Even if you have had that combo. Even the battle he won against Lux, that battle was boring as fuck. Yeah. Like you won by default. Yeah. You, it was the best of both or the best of least worlds out of this motherfucker. Like the least the battle of you both won worlds. against Iron Solomon was like the worst battle in the history of battles. Oh, man. I forgot about Mook and Solomon. Like, if this would have happened 20 years ago. But you ago, know how, uh, and I get it, Mook a legend, so this sound wild. But, like, you know how bad Mook is to make Iron Solomon not be good? That's crazy. Because Iron Solomon's a nigga who. Best battle. Nigga's I've, insane. Iron Solomon versus Matt Hoffa is, is, is great material, dog. Dog. Like, Iron Solomon and uh, Nitty is probably in my top two battles, dog. Also, I feel like. Iron Solomon and Soul Con put on a performance, dog. Soul Con used to be Soul Con used to go, dog. Yeah. Then he went political, and he got and weird. started rapping about weird. like the DNC and yeah, it got weird. Um, working on an Obama campaign or some shit like it was. It was, it was weird. I was watching uh Jewish shoe, so I went down a um B Magic rabbit hole on YouTube the other day, man. Do you realize how great B Magic would be if he if he started right now? No, if he slowed his rap down by like zero point five seconds, man. Because he 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 raps really fast. Yeah, he don't go back and re re say he nothing. He don't redo nothing. Yeah, like he he rapping right now still at an yeah. incredible level. Yeah, but like if you just slow down a bit and let everybody hear those bars. Yeah, but I he, feel like even now the way that he like he was a he was so far ahead of his own shit. That him rapping now, his bars now still really good. What's crazy is the first bars that we ever heard him rap versus him and QP mm -hmm. or Clean. Yep. He technically won that. I thought he did. But Clean shit was so entertaining. Yeah. It was like, we know you won, but I want to hear Clean rap them bars again. Clean performance was, that's what it was. Because like, one thing niggas have never done, I don't care who he battled, was out bar B Magic. No, for sure. But if you fucking get in there and you have some performance, but to he you, he stumbles a lot. He well, he stumbles a ton because he puts words together in such a way that it, if you they, don't deliver it perfectly, it, and it has to be in a particular cadence. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But what's so funny, like, so sometimes it's hard for me to to judge clean battles because like, I would rather listen to him rap. Yeah, like on on, on a technical. I no, got you. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, I'll watch. All three rounds. 
And I can say like what well, the other person probably technically won. Got you. But when I re- listen to it back, I'm only listening to clean verses. Yeah. Like I like his verses. I got you. You probably technically won. Or technically better or whatever, but like yeah. I would rather hear this verse than your Over verse. Again. So, which verse really won to me? If I rather hear him say, you know who I feel like that about? Well, shit, I feel like that about B Magic because half half the reason I like how he battles is because he battles like a rapper. Like he yeah. has a rapper's cadence, not a battle rapper cadence. But I also feel that way about Enes. Man, Enes is one of the greatest performers in battle rap history. Now. Current version of Enes yeah. is um, it's he's so him and B Magic is probably my most watched battle. He's so uniquely himself. Dog. He didn't always used to rap this way. No, either. no, no, he didn't. He's so uniquely himself, and in these battles, he be cooking, and he got so much energy. Dog. From the, uh, and so, it's funny enough to, bro. I don't know if you've watched it or if you watched it recently, but watch Ness and B Magic battle. The performances from both of them. And it was funny because in one part of Ness verse, that nigga B Magic just bust out laughing. He was like, he was like, this nigga with the hand movements. <laughs> but the way that Ness was moving and battling and performing made B Magic get a little more animated yeah. than he normally. Cause you know, he normally high and shit. Dog, them two niggas did three verses of legit, like, it's one of, if not, in my opinion, the most replayable battles I've ever fucking watched. Dog. It was fun, my nigga. And like when they dropped a haymaker, it went so crazy because it was like, like Ness was saying shit that I was like, that like, don't even make sense. Like Ness I forget which league it was, but they did like a this this tournament thing yeah. when Marv was in that tournament. Yep, yep. Like Enes was cooking through that bitch, and Bill Collector was cooking. Man, like some of them go is another one who I'm like, and they, I, so they Bill go on a run. He got like, a bad rap when Hitman said you having debatables or close battles with Bill Collector. He said that shit to John John, and everybody was just like. Oh, Bill Collector ass. And I'm like, yo, that's at first it was, I got the burner. You yeah, know, I got the got burner. The bur- like it was. Yeah, and that was funny. And but then it wasn't good battle rap. It took him to get the knot on his head yeah. to come back with a vengeance yeah. and, you know, do and his shit. And he had, hey, Bill Collector then went through some shit in he battles. Did, like, he battled the nigga who socked him and his brother. <laughs> like, Facts. I came back. I, I, I got both of you niggas. So. Yeah. Hey man, that was a good battle side. Yeah. Yo, Patreon, y'all done got everything plus one. Um, say goodbye to single ant, cause you know, well, I'm not not single ant. She'd smoke all y'all from thinking that. But uh say goodbye to unmarried ant. Next time I come pod, I'm gonna probably talk to y'all a little different, man. I might start the pod with some words of wisdom from a married nigga. Um matter of fact That should be a segment. We that's gonna music. be the segment that starts the next pod. Put some music behind that shit. Yo, and I'm gonna do it based off whatever the fuck happens on rap shit. How about that, yeah. nigga? <laughs> or whatever happens between unique and rock, nigga. So you know, from a married man, um, yo, I would never be that unique or ubiquitous come on man <laughs> yo until next time Patreon. I feel like he called that nigga uncanny <laughs> like, he might have dog he dropped at least uh, five shit. U's dog alright Patreon we out my niggas peace